Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Upvoted, No Sleep, where O.P. Blair Daniels writes, I picked up the prescription for Zamira on Monday. The last IBS medicine made me vomit, so this time I decided to check the side effect warnings on the bottle before I took it. With relief, I noticed it was small, just a few lines. Zamira has no physical side effects. However, you may wish the side effects were physical. I stopped, reread the sentence. You may wish the side effects were physical. What? I turned the bottle over, looking for any other text. But no, that was it. I read the text a third time, and then a fourth. What does that even mean? Should I call Dr. Liu? But he'd specifically recommended this medication, saying it helped his other patients with my symptoms. It's not like he chose it at random. I did a quick search online just in case, though. But the only side effects listed online were things like bloating and headaches. I wonder if the pharmacists can customize the text. I mean, they're the ones printing the labels, right? I snickered. That's actually sort of funny. Not sure if it's legal or ethical to change the side effects of a medication, but I gotta give him points for creativity. I downed one of the little white pills, and it worked amazingly. I had none of my usual symptoms. I didn't have a stomach ache. I wasn't bloated. I wasn't in pain. I felt seriously amazing. Better than I had in years. I couldn't wait to get home from work and tell my husband all about it. How Dr. Liu had worked magic in finding me the right drug. How amazed I was at modern medicine. How the world looked suddenly beautiful again. Yeah, I know that sounds dramatic. And I know IBS isn't even that serious compared to other medical conditions. But still, when you live with discomfort and pain for a decade... And then one day, it's suddenly gone without a trace? It feels like a veil has been pulled up, and the entire world looks brighter. The house was empty when I got home from work. Doug told me he'd pick up our son Benjamin from his friends on the way home, and they'd be back around six. That gave me almost an hour. I decided to make dinner. Usually, I followed a recommended diet for IBS, but not today. While the chicken was cooking on the stove, my phone began to ring. Doug, I said, you're not going to believe this. This new medication I'm on, it's Carrie. As soon as I heard his tone, my heart dropped. I knew something was wrong, terribly wrong. I froze in the middle of the kitchen. The chicken sizzled on the stove. The pasta water bubbled softly. What? What's wrong? It's Benjamin he said, his voice starting to shake. I couldn't move, couldn't breathe. He, he, Doug's voice broke. 
The neighbors here, they have a pool, and... Oh no, oh god, please no. He kept talking, but I didn't hear it. Ringing filled my ears. I lowered myself to the floor, no longer able to stand. No, no, this can't be happening, this can't. We're home. I whipped around. The door was swinging open, and there was Benjamin, darting into the house, going straight for the TV. Doug following him, balancing a pizza box in his hand. The phone clattered to the floor, and when it did, the screen lit up. It was just on the home screen. There was no ongoing call. I ran over to Benjamin, felt his face. He felt real. I scrambled back over to my phone and scrolled through the recent call's history. Nothing was there. What the heck? Carrie, are you okay? I heard Doug say. But his voice sounded so far away, over the rushing in my ears. The medication. That little warning. On the side of the bottle. You may wish the side effects were physical. Did the drug cause hallucinations? I, I think I need to go to the hospital. I choked out. As far as tests were concerned, I was fine. When I showed the doctor the pill bottle, and he came to the same conclusion I did. Wow, the pharmacist must have changed the text. He shook his head. He could lose his license for this. But the pills, they're definitely Zamira. They certainly look like it. They have the little X-50 stamped on them. It would be hard for someone to fake that unless they had access to a professional lab. He placed the bottle on the desk. But I'm still going to send it to the lab to get tested. It's possible they mixed a tiny bit of some hallucinogenic drug into the bottle and shook it up so it'd stick to the pills. His eyes darted from mine, and he shook his head, looking thoroughly confused. I just think we'd see some dust at the bottom of the bottle if he did that and I didn't see any at all. They told me I could stay overnight if I wanted to be monitored, but since I seemed completely lucid, they wouldn't force me. I decided to go home. I could tell the medication was already wearing off. The familiar stomach aches were rearing their ugly head. Hopefully, the hallucinations would go with them, and the lab results of the pills would come back within 48 hours. I spent the rest of the evening with Benjamin and Doug, so overwhelmingly thankful that I still had my wonderful little boy. I woke up with a start. My body was drenched in sweat. I strained my ears, listening, wondering what woke me up. I glanced over to Doug, but he wasn't there. Doug? I called out into the darkness. Nothing. I glanced at the bathroom, no light under the door. Quietly, I pulled myself out of bed and tiptoed to Benjamin's room. He was sleeping peacefully in his bed, snuggled under his Paw Patrol blanket. I was about to turn back to my room when I heard a noise downstairs, something between a cough and a groan. I froze in the hallway, every muscle in my body suddenly on high alert. Doug? I whispered. 
Help. A weak voice called out from downstairs. Doug's voice. I ran down the stairs, my feet slapping against the wood. But I saw it before I even entered the kitchen. A pool of dark blood seeping along the floor, oozing into the grooves of the tile. Doug! I screamed, breaking into a run. He was slumped over in a chair. His shirt was covered in blood. They, they broke in. He choked out, his voice growing weaker and weaker. Call, please. No, this can't be happening. I felt for my cell phone, but I'd left it upstairs. Panicking, I raced back up the stairs and darted into the room. I reached for my phone and stopped dead. Doug was in bed, snoring away. It was just another hallucination. Doug, he's okay. I sucked in a shaking breath. The bottle of Zamira, I remembered, was a once-a-day pill. The effects probably didn't wear off until a full 24 hours had passed. Shaking, I climbed back into bed with him. I love you, I whispered, before rolling over and closing my eyes. But I was wrong. In the morning, I woke up to an empty bed. I raced down the stairs, but I knew what I'd find. Before I saw it, a pool of blood, now dark and dried. Shards of glass scattered across the floor, glinting in the morning sun. A figure slumped over in the kitchen chair. Mom? I heard Benjamin call out behind me, but I couldn't move, couldn't speak. Go, go back to your room, I choked out. Now, the hallucination had been Doug, sleeping peacefully in bed. What I'd seen in the kitchen had been absolutely real. And that was an upvoted No Sleep Story by O.P. Blair Daniels. And if you'd like to read more from Blair Daniels, check out her book, You Can't Hide, on Amazon. Sweet dreams.